Robinson, Ohio, gozaimasu, my friend. Not Ohio. I am actually in Tokyo, Japan, but that's a cone bonwa, my boy. Everyone here seems to think I'm from Ohio, though. They keep saying Ohio to me, and I can't figure out why. Are you not? Oh, you're from North Carolina. It's basically that's the that's, same. That's, I think to, to most people, that's the same thing. That's coastal Ohio. Um, yeah. Thank you all for joining us for uh, another episode, another thrilling adventure in the Cool Games, Inc. canon. This one's going to be probably pretty short, because it's uh, 8 a fucking M, where yeah. I am, and <clears throat> it's 10 p fucking M, where Nick is, which is to say Tokyo, Japan. You know... I'm I'm worried people aren't going to think I'm really in Tokyo because there's still sirens and shit in the background. No matter where I go, they <laughs> well, just that's follow a, that, me. That's a Japanese ambulance, clearly. That's true. That is a very Japanese ambulance. Do you speak yeah, so any Japan- eight- Do you do you speak any uh, Japanese? No, nope, no, I do not. My girlfriend speaks like kind of enough to get by, sorta. Mm-hmm. Um, in like some situations, but I super 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 don't. Do you? Uh, I t- I took a Pimsleur class, and to me, I don't think there's anything funnier than speaking japanese poorly but not in like a like shitty racist like sure, but in yeah. like a like really hitting every syllable just like super duper hard like mm-hmm. yoro shiku onigashi masu oh just full thick english accent on the Haj- that's a Haj- good sound hajime mashite oh yeah i love it i love i love that i love people who, like my favorite type of japanese is the japanese that people who only watch anime speak yes because it's like this very like oh I'm so, so I'm super sorry. Many many gomans. It's like, well, no, <laughs> well, no, not quite. But I mean, that is that's how I that is how I do it. But it's from a lack of confidence. Like I took Spanish for six years. When I go to Mexico and I interact with somebody in Spanish, or fuck, when I go to like La Panaderia and I go get some I go get some churros and and sweet rolls. Um, I'm not. I can't do that. I know it. Like I know it. I can't do it, but I won't do it because I'm. If I, if I fuck it up at all, I will turn to ash. For sure, I'll, my, I'll, like I'll the, blow away. The way my the girlfriend wind. describes it is like she goes to Japan a lot for work. She works for Crunchyroll, and um, she says that there's like a, a waiting period of about three days of being in the country before she finally feels comfortable speaking Japanese and just accepts that it's like not gonna be perfect, but nobody really expects it to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. It's it's 8 a.m. on your your time. I'm over here at 10 p.m. Um. I've this is this actually probably this is arguably the best possible sort of array of times that could because uh, either way it's going to just suck for one right. of us. Well, but it's kind of it's kind of awesome I think because you're you're a little like bleary eyed from it being that early. I'm a little I literally sleepy. I literally just woke up. Yeah, these energies are going to fucking conflict. It's We're really crossing. Weird. I'm really crossing the streams. I've got this uh, pink spring edition Red Bull. It's oh, got God. little Sakura things on. I've heard good things about it. So I'm going to fucking tuck into this real quick. All right, yeah, give me a flavor, a hot flavor review. That's God, nice. I'm so fucking jealous of you right now, Nick. I'm having a I've never, I've never, like, wanted your life. Not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. But right now, oof, to be oh, back with my, good, with my people. This is a good tasting drink. What's it like? Is it, like, got pink flavors? Yeah, well, a little bit. You know what it's almost like? Hmm. It, it tastes like, um... Whichever of the Smarties in a roll of Smarties is the sourest. It almost tastes like the yellow Smarties. Oh, so they took Red Bull and they made it more sour. Great, 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 mm-hmm. great, great. This, this, is, this is this is this is. I've been given Red Bull notes for so long. Yeah, it's, I'm glad to hear that somebody somebody over at Red Bull Inc is listening. Um, hey, do you want to do some fucking video game pitches? Yeah, man, let's I, hop right I, into I, it. I don't know how much juice we, we're recording two episodes back to back, so that you don't have to take another night out of your Japan trip. That's very uh, sweet of you. 
I don't know how much juice we're gonna have in the tank for two episodes. So let's. I, I feel pretty good about it. I've got a few here that I'm that I'm I've been very picky this time, and I like what I've chosen. Uh, what was the final count? Because you now, oh, we have the. Should we announce that we have the Cool Games Inc. Twitter? <laughs> so we oh, we yeah. probably shouldn't talk about the history of how we got it, right? Oh, no. We had to... Uh, there was a, a protracted legal battle between us and the makers of Spider Buddies the, 10. The, it was literally... Fuck. Yeah, we went to Twitter. We were like, they're not using it. And they're like, you're right. They're not using it. And so we fucking <laughs> usurped control. Sales of their game plummeted, probably. I feel <laughs> I feel terrible about it, but like... Plummeted from like one sale a year to zero? Like That's the, that, that's the business. That's I guess that's business. a 100% plummet. So, wait, um, do you think we should start, like, pointing people towards that? Like, um, since- Just so that my Twitter feed isn't, like, I love it, gang. I do love it. Trust me, I love it. We got a 1,000 tweets yesterday. Yeah. And when that, when that happens, like, that's just a day where I can't use Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, because the notification sounds alone is, like, a, 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 a fucking symphony of destruction. It is a nightmare. True. Um, uh, so, yeah, go ahead and tweet at Cool Games Inc. from now on. We'll make yeah, sure that's- to put out the calls from that. And, Easy uh, as pie. Yeah. So for now, though, let's let's hit them up with some of these good good tweets. What do you got? Uh, I got a bunch of picture tweets, which I really appreciate. Oh yeah, we put that. out kind of a bounty on on yeah. photograph. Well, ones. butter mem- memories of butter was just so good. Yeah. And um, we wanted more like that. And here's a sign that somebody sent in. It was Josh Thomason. Josh is legendary on Twitter. Sent this in. It's just a sign that says, "Please do not touch the duck." I like that's. There you go. Ship it. Um, I like that duck is capitalized because it really adds a gravity to yeah. this duck. This is an important duck. I don't, I don't know its story. What I love about this is, first of all, if you put this sign up um, in the beginning area, the tutorial level of Gone Home, uh, you <laughs> wouldn't be able to beat the game. Because that game demands, that game does a lot of really interesting environmental storytelling. Um, yeah. And it tells a story about the types of characters that, you know, usually aren't represented in video games. Um, but more importantly, there's a very important duck interaction. Just right there at the top. And I, God knows I appreciate that. Uh, but what if you could not touch the duck because the game didn't want you to? Right. What if you, so and, and if, of- you did, if you did, you didn't get the good ending to Gone Home. I don't mind the idea of a version of Gone Home where there are, like... Like a, a no duck run or like maybe some sort of run where you they've imported the house and made the f- floor lava. So you're kind of having to like build platforms to get through the gone home house at an element of, or if of you just had to based. Do, if you had to do like hundreds of a, a series of hundreds of pixel perfect duck jumps where mm-hmm. you have to like keep putting it under yourself, jump off it, but grab it before you move on. And that's the whole run. That'd that be, be sick. I've been um I got the HTC Vive now. I got that oh, in yeah. my office. I turned my my office into the fucking danger zone, into the hollow deck. Um mm-hmm. it's it's very, very cool. Um Does it fit your uh stupid fucking head better than the Oculus does? Oh my god, so much better. It's ridic it is ridiculous how much better this thing fits my head than the Dang. Oculus Rift. It, it makes me even angry at the Oculus Rift, because it's like, gang, you could have just made that elastic like one inch longer. You would have been good to go. <laughs> um, it just feels like a kind of a 101 thing for like a consumer product. Yeah, but, some people got big heads. Not right. uh, don't even. Uh, hey, God. Palmer. I've <laughs> had a lot know? of people like. I've had a lot of people too. After listening to the last week's episode, I had a lot of people like. Oh, well, that sucks. I have a big head. Well, guess I'm not buying it. Like, <laughs> okay, like, yeah, it's it's your right as a consumer. So um, okay, the, sorry. The more I drink of this pink Red Bull. Oh, is it turning on you? Japan exclusive. No, it's getting better. It's oh, starting shit. to taste like a. If you've ever had the kind of those rainbow flavors of fruit roll up is what I'm getting from it now. 
Okay. Wow. So, so is it possible that there's like layers? Like the maybe there's yeah. some sort of oiliness to like the, mm-hmm. to the drink, and so there's they can do like a like a lifesavers like colorful strata. They've developed sort of like a a liquid gobstopper situation where it's just yeah. endlessly the flavors evolving as I move through it. Um. Um. So anyway, I got that HTC Vive in my office now. I imagine yeah. a VR experience where it's just you and a duck. It's just like don't touch the duck, and if you touch the duck, the game ends immediately. I wonder. So I guess the question then becomes like, yeah, what kind of limits are there for like a, a game you can ship in VR? How thorough does it have to be? Because sometimes you know. Yeah. The great thing about VR, the experience of just being there, being in the room with these things is so overwhelming. Maybe yeah. you don't need a ton of interaction, you know? Yeah, no, like the best stuff I've done, like there's a game called Space Pirate Trainer VR. All it is, you mm-hmm. got a shield, you got a gun, robots fly up, and you shoot the robots, and you block their shots. It's very, yeah. like, simple, but it's tight as fuck. So I'm imagining, like, let's even peel that back, get rid of the robots, the gun, the shield, and just a duck right there. And But if you don't touch the duck, Nick, mm-hmm. if you can fucking maintain composure yeah for an hour and not touch that duck like i told you not to then shit comes flying at you like the scene in the matrix where they get the guns um Mm -hmm. and but what's that come flying at you it's skyrim 2 here in vr good work the only way to get it todd howard appears he's like you are a candidate (laughs) i kind of i kind of (laughs) Your patience, your patience is unparalleled. You are a candidate. Enjoy Skyrim too. Tell nobody. Um, I also love the idea of, um, like, I know that some fitness apps will will do something like this. Like, in order to get the game, it's like ten dollars, or there's a ten dollar microtransaction up front, yeah. and they will you will get the money refunded to you in an hour if you don't touch the duck. Oh, that's good. Oh, but so then see, Steam, Steam, like- Steam reviews are going to fuck this. No, you know what? This is the first b- way that we have to battle Steam re- refunds. Right. Because if you, if you, what is it, two hours? Is that the limit? I think it's something like that, yeah. That limit is so crazy long. Yeah. It should, isn't it? Like, I'm all I can't think of that many I'm games I cons- want to play more than two hours, honestly. Yeah, well, not only, well, not just that. Like, there's a lot of games that you can beat in under two hours, and mm-hmm. those games are just like, uh, anyway, um... It's two hours, one minute, and then you get Skyrim 2. So there there's going to be a lot of people who return like, this game sucks. And me, I'm going to be over here, patient boy, just like, <laughs> yeah, sure it does, idiot. Joke's on you. Anyway. Um, Griffin, I know that uh, they, they're still sending, people are still sending in these rhymes to you and me. You know, you know I, gonna, I'm mad at them. Here's the thing. I, I, I love Kevin Lee Sword, and I love Rowdy Roddy Sniper, and I love Ferris Eula's Day Off a lot. Thank you. Thank you to Eric. <laughs> Frank and Charles Ellis and and uh, Bangarang three two three on Twitter, um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I it's it's weird. It's one of those sort of like heart telling me no, body telling me yes things. Where like in theory, I know I shouldn't love these autopilot yeah. rhymey things, but Kevin Lee Sword will. Uh, he actually elaborated. Kevin Lee Sword features a mo-capped Kevin James as the sword, <laughs> so. He's got a specific, very like a very visceral mental image that gets injected. Fuck. Which Kevin James we're gonna get though? Because that's that that I mean, you never know which Kevin James you're gonna get. You walk into it's the really hard for me to not immediately picture him with the mustache and the Segway. That's iconic to me now. See, for me, it's here comes the boom. His dramatic turn. Hmm. Um. There was a. They fuck. had a Paul. What was interesting? My flight. I flew on a on China Eastern Airways, which was like how a was soup. it? Hyper, hyper budget airline. I actually, we, we anticipated it being way worse than it was. It was actually kind of awesome. We had like a USB thingy in the back of our, our Did you get that screen on the back of the seat? 
Oh yeah, and and they did have uh, they had Fast and the Furious, uh, Fast oh. and the Furious, Fast Two, and then like they jumped to five and six and seven. You're not missing much. Yeah, they had uh, all three Iron Man movies, and then they had um, they had Paul Blart Two, but not the original, which was an interesting choice. I thought. Uh, I watched Iron Man 2 on a plane once, and that whole sequence where the plane explodes and then people fall out of it, that was short. <laughs> that should be... <laughs> it's literally, like, him flying up, and, like, the plane is blurred out, and then, like, it cuts to, like, him and uh, Don Cheadle just, like, in a truck. <laughs> it's like, what happened? Okay, That's some a stuff? pretty significant... That was, like, in all the trailers. That was a pretty significant component of the, the film. Um, here is one that I got, and I mm. like it a lot. It's from Taylor T-Rex on Twitter, Lucky Taylor C, who says, whatever your grandma thinks Pokemon is based, uh, whatever your grandma thinks Pokemon is based on you playing it at her house during the holidays. Okay, so f- right off the bat, obviously, the game is going to be called Pokemon, because that's that yeah, was Pokemon. what all olds called it in the late 90s and early aughts. <laughs> yeah, um, or potentially, like, depending on, like, the 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 background of mm-hmm. your family uh it could be they they might call it like the devil's window into sure. my child's weak brain yeah that satanic harry potter game you keep playing so, so then what would the I game like, be I, though i love like, the idea of like telephone playing telephone with um game design right with somebody who like isn't uh as educated about that mm-hmm. stuff Oh man! I mean, I, I see all sorts of ways we could take that concept, and like, I would, I would totally watch a new season of like a a the tester style show where, uh, like, you take a, a one of EA's sub studios or like an Ubisoft studio, and for twelve months, like, or the full dev cycle of a Call of Duty game, somebody's grandma has to run it. Yeah, make make every creative decision for the whole thing. I would watch the shit out of that, and I would play it too. What if we're what if we're I'm worried we're being ageist right now because what if this mm. what if this grandma like is writing her report for Nintendo to develop an, another game off of based off this thing that she just witnessed and she comes up with like a better version of Pokemon. She's like, well, I think we could streamline the whole effort values and individual mm-hmm. values system. I think we're going to make it a lot easier to max these out for competitive play. That could that could actually be. I mean, we do. I think if any series could use some fresh blood, it would be Pokemon. Although I don't. It think... It feels like I, the dark type is overpowered. Perhaps we could introduce a new type in there that will also be effective against Dragon type. Just about. That's a really out. aggressive grandma voice. I apologize. Yeah, but I, I do. I do think that there's a. There's merit to that idea. It could it could be what just what that series needs. Hey, hey do you think this is how Digimon got invented? <laughs> yep, it was filtered through three grandparents into someone else's ear. Although I remember as a kid, and I have no idea if this is actually true. I remember as a kid being the fucking annoying guy on the playground who was like, no. "Actually, Digimon was first. And, they, and I I have no idea if that was accurate or not. But in my head, people, pe- the you don't be those people. This is a public service announcement. Please yeah. don't be those people out there like saying digimon is better or was always better there's there's probably people out there like oh, i'm a jade cocoon man shut the fuck no <laughs> stop it i don't know man i don't metal monster, Greymon? monster rancher had a depth of ca- no come on okay but metabots was pretty good metabots was tight as fuck um uh, let me let me let me give you something that isn't just a, a couple of rhyming words here give it to uh, me we got uh, one from Sad Hogan, Get to the Falcon on Twitter, who says, Urinal cake, boss. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, so, it, took me, it took me a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few. It's a, There's multiple phrases there. So this is not... Because uh, when it first hit me, I thought it was one of your... One of the P games that 
one of these days we're going to have to really sit down and put our nose to the grindstone, which is kind of a bad turn of phrase to use talking mm. about a pee game. We've got to put our pee to the to urinal cake stone. Yeah, um, but this sounds like a cooking game? Yeah, sort of. I'm, I'm imagining a, a situation where you are devising uh, urinal and, and cakes. producing urinal cakes. And, and I think the thing about Cake Boss that's interesting is that the cakes are so... Uh, elaborate and dramatic and and always like kind of conspicuously top heavy i don't know how there's always like a scene where someone drops a cake down a stairs but there is so so i guess these would be more elaborate than average urinal cakes um, um and then could there be a sequence where you have to rescue the real cake boss from a boat that he's been stranded on in the fog in new york harbor do you know about this yeah, did that happen? Cake Boss was having a boat party with his friends out in New York Harbor, and a heavy fog rolled in, and he had to be rescued. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about that Because sto- I'm just imagining that, like, Port Authority guy's, like, story when he comes home to his wife. Like, yeah. you're never going to believe this. You know the fucking Cake Boss? He's having a boat party? <laughs> and, like, Ghostbusters 2 rolled up on that shit. Yeah. No, I like the way you tell it that, that he had to be rescued. His friends all found their way home, but Cake Boss was just having a full freakout about the fog, and he he specifically needed his own separate rescue op. Yeah. Um, I wonder well, how he's doing. Cake Boss? He's probably doing really good. Um, Here's here's an interesting one, uh, in, I think in honor of me being in, in Japan, a place where we are robots. I don't know if you know this, there were robots just walking up and down the street at this point. It's vi- So uh, a fellow named uh, Adrian Forrest on Twitter created uh, a game bot uh, on behalf of uh, Codabuck on Twitter, Aaron Franklin, who submits a lot of Cool Games Inc. ideas. Uh, and this is a bot he made for her to, to sort of augment her, her Cool Games Inc. submission process. It's called Fad Game Ideas on Twitter, and so okay. it's generated a few that I think are, are pretty pretty potent. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like I need that human spark of ingenuity and creativity. So I, I don't disagree, but let's let's see how they treat us, because these okay, all please. follow a, a blank but with blank format. So, for example, okay. we've got Daisy but with mom jeans, um, Fez but with a selfie stick. One that I really like is Downwell but with fixies. Okay. Like fixed gear bicycles. So no, instead I'm, of I live in Austin, of course I know what a fixie is. I, oh yeah, I, I guess I don't need to explain to the Austin guy. Uh, so is this just like like uh, Downwell by way of Paperboy? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, Downwell, the, the it's, you're always moving down the screen. Obviously, this would be a version of that where you are always doing some sort of perpetual pedaling input to keep it moving downwards. Interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess it is Paperboy style a little bit. Uh, Dear Esther, but with bromance, I also thought was pretty good. <laughs> like you're well, just but, wondering. Add, add but with bromance. That's the new but with guns. Add, add that to it. But with bromance, yeah. yeah. Down with both. Bro- I mean, well, the cool thing about doing Dear Esther specifically is that you're wandering around this island finding these <laughs> sort of like decontextualized notes about oh, just a really tight friendship between two two buds. Yeah, can we rename the game? I think it loses some of that like punch. Like Dear Esther, mm-hmm. that's a memorable. Dear title. Chad, De- like Dear Mike. Right. Cody F. Schmidt sent in The Trouble with Clarence. Okay. That I don't know uh I don't know where that one's gonna go. I imagine it's sort of like a we need to talk about Kevin situation. Not right. a really a lighthearted romp. No, that um, was a dark film. But you just got this guy, Clarence, and it's just like you wish he wouldn't. Got another one here, it's from Evie. Um mm-hmm. uh Evie suggests Spore but for monster trucks, you must craft your dream monster truck through selective breeding with your friend's trucks. Now Ooh, we're on to something here. I do like that. And it's got and that, like, 
Remember the first time you saw the Spore character creator and like the way that you would just the limbs could be dragged onto it and it would make them symmetrical and perfect looking and like God, yeah. imagine that freedom on a, just a big old, big old grave digger hog. Um, what I like the most about it is making your truck fuck your mm-hmm. friend's trucks. Why? Why yeah. is it that we don't like? Okay, the reason that like MMOs take off and the mm-hmm. reason that. Uh, like RPGs don't take off sometimes um, is like the reason you play an RPG, the reason you play a game like World of Warcraft, the reason people play like Destiny is you get stuff and you get better stuff and then you have this thing that kind of represents you in an online virtual space that you can then showcase to your other friends. And that one element makes you like not feel guilty and makes you put in so much more effort to like juice that Person. It's why you spend like thousands of hours playing a Destiny is because you want that gun so that you, you don't can have that cool gun look a, cool in front of it, your friends. And it's not just like being being cool in front of your friends. It's like having a, an identity, and it's you can't have that identity unless everybody else has one too, right? Mm-hmm. So I love this idea of like, here's my Destiny boy. Here's my Destiny boy. I farmed for this gun. Cool. I upgraded all my armor. Cool. Let's have him fuck. And then they yeah, do I think like that, have, that, that actually applies have to sex. Any game where there's investment in, in customization and creativity, like Destiny. Like, yeah. I, I, if I logged into Destiny and my Destiny and your Destiny fucked and had a baby little Destiny guy running around. Yeah, dude, yeah. That'd be pretty good. Just imagine the sense of co-ownership of our Destiny son that we would feel. Um, can you, I, gotta let me, I don't know if you can hear my kitty. I gotta let him in. He's a loud meower. I will let him in. Come here, you little boy. All right, let's talk specifics. I got... Mm-hmm. I got a big old rig. I've been working on it for a while. Got um, I got a Hemi up in there, four cylinders. Got some big old twenty-four inches rims. That's that's kind of. I don't think twenty-four inches is huge for a monster truck. Thirty-five inches. Okay. I got a roll cage. I got seven headlights. <laughs> um and uh, doors, and it's cool as fuck. And then you got a you got a real cool ride, but you got like. You got a um, you got a spoiler on the back, and I want to inherit that for my mm-hmm. kid. So I send you a PlayStation Network message, and you you open it up, and it's like, you want fuck? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's fuck. I, I need. I'm trying to get that spoiler for my kid, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, dude, I want all those headlights. And I'm like, all right, cool, here we go. And then we. I guess, do we have to be on headset, like, in a party, in a lobby, like, yeah. together watching? Okay. There's so a volume like, threshold, also, that you and I have to hit just to let the game know that we're we're enjoying it and we're communicating <laughs> as friends. So that's another so layer. Literally, in order to co- have a conversation, are we... Mm, okay. Now mm-hmm. we're getting into the... We're getting into that tall grass. Mm-hmm. Are we controlling it at all? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are we just sitting back and watching? I mean, I mean, I think there could be an element of like, you don't have to do anything. You could just kind of like lay there for it. But I, I would eventually be like, Griffin, this is you're just you're being a dead a dead fish of a monster truck here, and I'm not yeah, I'm not help, getting anything out of this. Help help your truck have sex with my truck. Right. This is gonna this is gonna take a while. Um, I don't there know how like, in. Well, what about like? I mean, like, let's say the spoiler is like a, a kind of a recessive gene, and it takes oh, us a few tries it. to get it. What uh, happens to our our failed attempt? Do we just like just like crush it with our monster trucks? Like, if our <laughs> if our kid comes out not with looking as cool as we hope, do we just back over it? 
No, I mean, we give it to somebody else. We sell it, probably. There's probably, like, yeah, there's probably some sort of functionality for that. Well, that's going mean, to fucking ruin the, the economy. Well, I mean, what's really going to ruin the economy is you and I make our trucks have sex, mm-hmm. so I can get that spoiler. Uh, and we don't have twins, right? We just have the one truck. Oh, um, shit, yeah. Who gets it? Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a common, like gear-based rpg problem is like who gets the who gets the sun who gets the how drop? do you how do you need how do you need before greed in a situation when when fucking love is on the line dude right that's my when kid our... i can't that's my kid do we i mean do we take the easy way out that so many games are taking lately and just make it so there's two like no no we're not doing like exclusive loot for everybody because mm-hmm. that ruins the whole like the whole shtick it's not as special um, so this is a situation in which it's a world in which you have friends with your kids and then immediately one of you is like, but that one's mine and you just keep it forever. Yeah. Or, or I mean, you strip them for parts. I think there's a lot of different ways that it can go. Uh, mm-hmm. None that's going to be, un- all- that's, regardless of how it works out, that's going to be an uncomfortable hang and certainly mm-hmm. an uncomfortable hang the next time I see you. It's like, Hey, what's up? Hey, what's wrong with you and Nick? You guys are being weird. Uh, yeah, you guys haven't had any kids it. in a while. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking on my friends list, and I saw that you guys stopped kind of putting making trucks. I was like, yeah, well, I met another oh, truck. Okay, was- but you've just opened it up like a, a whole another kettle of fish, which is like you're playing this game, and you see like, Nick and Griffin are making their trucks have sex. Do you want to watch? It's like, well... I don't have anything else going on right now, and I'd love to learn their new techniques. This could be the new, like, fucking, like, Twitch streaming sensation. Oh, totally. But then imagine you log in one day, you see that me and and Phil are making kids. Oh, I would lose my mind. Yeah. Don't listen to me. (laughs) If you ever did that, Nick, Mm -hmm. I'd fucking, I would, then we'd have to monster trucks fight, because I'd be jilted. Right. Hell yeah. Love and war, baby. That's the name of the game. Two sides of the same coin. Love and war. What if, this is this an extension of what if trucks fates? It maybe. Well, no. It's I think I think I envision this as being a inspired by a peripheral adjacent game. Okay. All's fair um, in love and war. Can you maybe we can export our trucks and then import them into what if trucks fates? Yeah. Tim, McGraw, Tim McGraw's what if trucks fates. I'm not mad at that. I think that's that's a good. That's I like a, that. I like that functionality. Um, is this our? Is this it? Is this our game? I'm feeling really, really good about it. I do like um, it. A I mean, lot. We haven't developed the core gameplay as much as we've like developed the sort of like character creation system. Although I yeah. feel like there's something appropriate about that because neither did Spore. Right. Spore was <laughs> like, so make we're just your following guy. in Spore's footsteps here. Make your guys. You can make whatever you want. Do you want to make a duck? Do you want to make a giraffe? You can make a giraffe with really sharp teeth and six eyes. Oh, okay, that sounds fun. Yeah, let me fuck with that for a while. Two hours later. All right, I got my thing. Um, it's like what a shark. It? It's got like a shark, but it's got legs, and then mm-hmm. it has like two mouths. And uh, I, of course, I gave it a dick uh, just because you didn't not let me do that and so right. I, i've got this thing and i put a lot of time into it what should i do ah uh, you can just yep. walk around and bite well i'll make another <laughs> you want to do you want to do another one is this game going to be able to get is this game going to get slapped with that killer ao rating mm. and then and end up in the fucking thrill kills hall of shame well is that um, i mean is that as as devastating as it used to be like i i don't think that in physical retail stores have never been less relevant yeah that's a good point today. i think steam will let you put fucking anything up there yeah i think um, what we're more what we should be more worried about is um 
are people ready for a game where they have to be on basically on the phone with their friends and coordinate uh, a uh, like truck, kind of a, a, a truck yeah. fuck sesh basically? Um, can uh, let's really explore some topics. Mm-hmm. Does all of the sex have to be? For I feel like it's very narrow minded to say like all of this truck sex has to be for right. um, procreation. I think it's I th- us dolphins and monster trucks are the three known mammals that will. Oh, dude, know the way. There's like there's like there's like apes out there. There's like whole ape colonies, and it's mm-hmm. just like look up like I think you, if you just Google like ape fuck fest, there's like a there's like some colony of apes, and like all they do is just like bone down. They, well, you don't actually Google it. That was one of the joke things I say sometimes. Oh, um, mm, I Googled it. Um, and they just like there's just a non. Have you seen party. the lineup this year? It's really good for Ape Fuck Fest. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Fergie um, is going to be there. Man, she's she. How does she have so much time on her hands? Um, <laughs> they just like get down like all the time, and they like don't partner up. They just like go crazy, mm-hmm. like regardless of like their regardless of of sex. They just like do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. the, the truck should be the same way, I think. Can you get experience points maybe out of it? Yeah. Yeah. I think regardless, you get experience points. Unless it's like a bad sesh, but I think when you and I come to the table. Whew. Yeah, it's never even, we never get below an, an S rank. I, I've been playing, uh, man, I have been doing almost nothing in the, the two and a half days I've been in Tokyo, but playing like rhythm games. Oh, uh, like, cool. Yeah, playing... you can't, you can't do that at home. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, not in the fucking arcade. I've been playing Musica, or Museka. I've been playing Groove Coaster 3. I've been playing uh, Sound Gets and uh, Chunithum. Um And I did make one of those up, but I, the, the point that I'm making is that the letter <laughs> grades have was been... It music, like, was it Music Gets? Uh, Sound Gets was the, was the fake one. Museka Shit. is real, and Chunithum okay. is real. And Groove Coaster 3 is fucking extremely real. Um, but I, you know how those games will kind of tend to have a, like a letter grade system like i got a double s in, yeah. in tune to them at one point and i got like a triple a in a in another game i got something i've i've been re- spent all day trying to parse this in one <laughs> rhythm game i was playing i think it was tune to them uh i played a song i never played before i did kind of mediocre on it and i got a double b <laughs> and i i don't know how to parse that like is that better than an a is that is that i think what? you did i think you did oh man that's tough is like that... not only did you do slightly above average you mm-hmm. did very slightly above that like right, the extent but... the extent to which you like you did good but not great mm-hmm. it, it was so that that idea was so like crystallized that you couldn't just get the one b i did really good and not really good but like i did good a lot but only good and but not only great. good not great um uh i really like trucks and i feel like that should be our nug but i think mm-hmm. maybe we should do a quick speed round truck nugs yeah let's do it let's do a speed round uh, I want to point out that uh, Timmy Shitting, or Tim is Hiding, which is, uh-huh. I'm looking at it now, and that's absolutely his name, uh, tweeted at us, guys, guys, he's back. Um, so we have the potential here for the a guy, sequel. Wait, sorry, the guy who was screaming at him? A guy screamed at me on the train this morning, RPG oh of why he did that. So like now we're now we're in that fucking end layer, and we are really exploring this person's motivations. Whew. So Okay, so here's the thing we know. We know he's back. Do we know that he targeted Timmy Shitting again, or... Was he just on the train again, yelling at others? 
Um, see, we don't know that. We don't have that information. With all the information we have now, I'm assuming that this might just be a figment of Timmy Shitting's imagination. Could be. I, I know I said this last time, but, like, the name Timmy Shitting does not necessarily engender trust in me. No, I'm, I know, but I, I'm... I think the bad train man might be a imagination man. Mm. And I think that we could explore some psychological... Yeah, you know, uh, well, elements. in that case, I feel like that's that's such a good late-game fucking, like, Bioshock-ass twist, we should probably hold that back you, from the you are the You're the bad train man the whole time. Yeah, all along. Uh, Jeremy Frank says, uh, matchmaking PvP rap battles, but you also get magic. Um, and it, the part about you getting magic is not doing much for me, but the idea of, like, rap battle... I swear to f- God, I played a browser game at one point in high school where you could, like, rap battle against your friends in text with time limits. Yeah. Uh, that idea is just so good. I, I, It's so... I don't know why there isn't more of that going on in the world. Um, um, uh, okay, I found a, a website about text-based rap battles. Uh, there's a few battles ending soon. There's one between Bars of Legends and Live Science, L-Y-V-E. Where? Tell me, where can it, please, or you just click it and read me the raps, please. Okay, you, let's see here. Let's do this one that has two and a half stars between Bones, Bones Records and Lizman. Oh my god, so this, is it text-to-speech? It, no, I think it's just text battles. Oh, here we go. Is the magic, so would the magic in this text-based rap mm-hmm. game be if your raps are bad and then you cast a spell and then, like, Luda shows up? Mm-hmm. you like, it's a, a this, is my, this is my summon, and it's ludicrous. Griffin, all these up, people like, type, like, Eminem the way Eminem raps. It's the most, like, backpack rap, like... Uh, bars of legend has scars unmentioned he's deeply torn and barred from pension barred from wrestling <laughs> barred from stretching barred from wrestling hey you're done yeah. you're done you know what you did no more, get out no of more here wrestling you'll never enter this ring again not not as long as i'm commissioner of the <laughs> wrestling um this is this is great i think <laughs> let's move on to another one okay what do you got um some of these I want to save for our next episode. Yeah, I've got a few that I'm sitting on, too, to be totally honest. Um, here's one of a picture, and this is the picture, I'll try and describe as much as, as best I can. It is a person, and they're holding kitchen tongs okay. in their hand, and then those kitchen tongs are holding onto a kitchen knife. <laughs> okay. All right. So I love. So this is sort of a game where... You, it's. I think this is a Vive game. Uh, you're using. You have a whole bunch of tools at your disposal, and you're accomplishing basic household tasks. Some of them, like sort of, uh, like uh, home ec based. Some of them kitchen based, even. But you always need to have one degree of separation and one degree of abstraction between you and the tool you're using. So if you want to use a screwdriver, you need yes. to like get uh, I, some some hot hands. Yeah, then, I love. Yeah, that's very good. So there's um, always there's always one thing between you. I got a hammer. I'm going to do some work on my deck, but I can't hold the hammer, so I got one of those sticky, stretchy hands. Oh, that, that would take some time, actually. That would take a, probably a lot, like a grip of time, and probably like a lot of stretchy hands just to even be able to get the kind of tension you get need. Get the momentum going, really, that you need. Um, I like this idea. Super tools. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, what I've done is I've gone to the, the Twitter search for Cool Games, Inc., and I've clicked the Photos tab, and I'm just looking at photos, so I don't even get the text that they submitted. I just have photos. Um, I just saw one thing that's four photos of different cool Santas wearing sunglasses playing saxophones, uh, kind of Coca-Cola branded. 
Um, and I'm loving what I'm seeing here. Uh, I'm assuming these are all part of the same... Tw- oh, the, okay, I've clicked it. Uh, this is from Phil Ozoa, who just said, Rhythm Game, and then sent this over. Uh, okay. these, these Santas on saxes. Well, that feels reductive. Like, I would rather you let us, like, come up with the with the right. nug, and you just sort of provide the... Wow, these are some cool-ass Santas. They are though. very good-looking Santa Clauses. They all have different types of sunglasses. The fourth one, I, I'm not even sure he has any. He could He's turned around. He's got that, like, shaft head tilt going on. Um, is this a game, or is this just four pictures of Santa that I'm saving to I my desktop I think it might just be four use? pictures of Santa that you're putting on your desktop to give you... To help lube you up for your next truck sesh. <laughs> Get me excited. Let's do one more, and then let's call it so we can record the next episode. <laughs> All right, what do you have? Give me, give me uh, one more. Um, Metallia, on Twitter, says, Fuck it. Hashtag fuck it. Okay. This is a, this is a giving up game. I, this, is a, this is a game that or maybe it's a mod for other games that when you quit those games out of frustration or boredom that mod is like you won right i'm getting a little abstract here but i'm I'm talking about a game where like you're playing dark souls 3 you can't beat that boss Mm -hmm. and you're just like ah fuck this game i quit and then the mod pops up and maybe there's like a little clippy guy pops up he's like great great you did it you beat me so right this so, is this is like it makes you feel better about like giving up and quitting. Taking taking that that feeling of defeat when when you just can't get over the hump in a game and and uh, rewarding it in a way or putting it in a wrapper of of sorts to make you feel like less of a failure for what you. Yeah. Do. So and maybe every time you give up and you quit a game and maybe like after a month of not playing it again, just like really make sure you done quit the damn thing. Um, you get like a a point, and then there's a leaderboard. For you and your okay. friends to just show you who like quits the most stuff. It's like, like I maximi- feel like you say stuff. I noticed and not games. So it's kind of elaborate on this. So oh, it's, interesting. It's not limited to games, I guess. No, see, I think it would. I don't know how you. Like, if well, you I drop think it'd be like, school, a, like be almost like a, like a Mitomo of- situation where you you log in, let's say through your your uh, college's username and password, and every class that you you drop out of, that's a point right there. Yeah. So, I mean, um, most people who are the top of the, the leaderboards of any game have had to make large sacrifices to their personal lives to get there. But I think this is a new level of, like, you have to scan in the papers showing that you quit your marriage, for example. and that's Yeah, you go through a really bad breakup, and it's like, fuck. But then, like, Clippy pops up, and he's like, that's 20 points. It's like, well, that's that ain't n- nothing Silver lining. It's that ain't just, nothing to sneeze at. No, it's not. <laughs> I maybe, do we like just, a- maybe we just make this a Mitomo thing, and you can buy, like, a new shirt for your fucking guy. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. What I don't a know, what terrible, a, can we talk about? Let's spend the rest of the time just talking about Mitomo. Like, and I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you, I'm a little deflated by Mitomo. Really? Because it's like, yeah, I was so into it until I kind of, I can't shake how gross I feel answering so many of the questions when it pops up, and it's like, are you a male between 18 and 26 that would enjoy watching the show Two Broke Girls? It's like, fucking get out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. What's your favorite brand of soda beverage and why? Get the fuck off. Get some out of, of here. Some of them are like, some of, some of them are, this is not a joke. Some of them are fucking actually 
upsetting, though. Like, I, I got one that was like, what's something you wish you could forget? Like, that was a real one that I got. And I was like, hey, Nintendo, like, this is the third time I've sat down and played this game. Can you save that for, like, therapy sesh number nine? Like, when I've been using yeah. Mitomo every day for nine months, then maybe we can talk about that. I also had an interesting experience. So, like, part of this trip to Japan involved flying uh, through the Shanghai airport in China, which had a 16-hour layover. And a uh, fun thing about China is that they uh, Twitter is blocked and Facebook is blocked and and YouTube is blocked and uh, Instagram but, uh, I don't think I was able to load. That's weird. Well, I guess it's autonomous. But when I was in Hong Kong, like MBD, no big Oh, deal. interesting. So in China, yeah. th- those things are definitely blocked. It's like the people call it the Great Firewall of China or whatever, which is very funny of them. <laughs> um, and, and there are, like, equivalents of, of Twitter in China that people use that are sort of a separate service. But uh, I found that even though I couldn't communicate with my friends and family through Twitter and Facebook, Mitomo still worked. Oh, my God. So I would have to, like, I, I kind of wanted to get a message out to my friends. So the question would be, like, where where do you live? And I would be like, San Francisco, but right now I'm in China and I have no other fucking social media that I mom, can use except for Mitomo. Mom, Dad, so, I'm okay. Hi, I... Mom and Dad. My, uh... my mom actually commented on that that exact post with the word noob. I don't know why she awesome. did that, but Burned she did up. do that. Uh, boy, I just wish there was more stuff to do in that game, but tell fucking CBS how you feel about their lineup. <laughs> is that why, is that a thing that happened to you, for real? I'm just saying, like, some of that shit is so focus-testy. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't, I just, like, I can't get over it. Have you tried the new Taco Bell breakfast menu? And if so, what was your favorite item? And are you a male between 18 and 30? Right. It does feel very... Like, this is data that is... <laughs> I feel like I'm taking a survey after I closed the shopping cart on a website. What like, truck would you say has the highest safety rating, based on your knowledge of truck bands? And are you a woman between the ages of 70 and 96? <laughs> right. It, it, I'm wondering... I mean, to, well, speaking of trucks, like let, let's get back to our game here. Is yeah. there a way to tastefully incorporate the brand truck nuts into the equation no. in terms of sponsorship absolutely or... not unless we want to go for like anatomical but even that like trucks that, don't have how would that aren't... make it better <laughs> yeah okay um i think it would be i mean it would be nick it would mm. be fucking hysterical obviously do you remember have you I... ever read about how the far side guy gary larson had like a, a comic once that was like every dog's dream and it was a dog s- sitting on top of an upside down truck howling at the moon um but the truck had one of those big lumps on it that is on the bottom of most pickup trucks but it looked kind of like crotch like to some people so he got like literally thousands of letters in from confused all right um, folks what's the what's the what did you think that was they thought every dog was a dog fucking a truck like so now I I, I I forgive me for this, but when people mention, whenever people mention trucks having sex, I immediately picture that that far side. How often way. is this conversation happening in your day to day? It's not it's not every day, but but every it is day. every two days. <laughs> um, I feel like this. I don't even think we need to develop out the gameplay of. Tra- I mean, you, you drive around and crush other cars. That's what you do when you're not having sex. But right. I think people it's, are going to play this for the lovemaking. Totally. It's, it's one and of those it's, things. And, and I don't want to be crude about it. Like, you're not watching this for hot truck pornography. I'm talking about, mm-hmm. like, a fucking important skin-to-skin, well, under-chassis-to-under-chassis under chassis connection. Yeah. Like, I want it. It's, it's going to be intimate, and it's going to, like, bring people closer together. 
It's got that Mass Effect sex scene vibe where it's fading up and down from black a lot, and it's a lot of like close-ups of people's faces, and they're just smiling really big. Yeah, you, like, your your truck unzips its jumpsuit to its mm-hmm. navel, and you see like a, a like a few centimeters of the truck's right bosom. It's tasteful. I also it's like the idea tasteful. of at one point, and I don't know where or when this would happen. The camera's panning in slowly on the front of the truck. And it just gets close enough, closer than the camera's ever been, and then you realize that there's just a human man sitting in that truck, smiling <laughs> real big. Like that—that's that, just. That okay, image. I like. No, see, for me, I like the idea of the human is like trapped in there, and like, oh <laughs> right. uh, man, I should have gotten out, but now it'd be rude. It'd be rude to get out now, right? Like they're having sex. It'd be rude for. Okay, yeah, I'll wait until he honks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is a good game. My favorite thing about this game, Griffin, is that because I'm technically on vacation right now, you have to write the post and headline for this on Polygon, and I don't, okay, well, so this is your problem. Should we call it something, like, extremely innocuous, then? Yeah, oh, for sure. Just so so Chris Grant doesn't realize what we're doing on this podcast and cancel it immediately, let's <laughs> we'll call it, like, truck driving. Or just call <laughs> it honks, I guess. Honk? Honk. Is the name of a children's musical about the Ugly Duckling. <laughs> so I'm Apt. very much into the idea of just calling it Honk! Exclamation point. Right. Honk. We're going to pick up all that children's musical SEO of like, hey, hey, Dad, I know you're trying to get tickets for the community center showing of this, but I have a game that I think appeals to all of your interests at once. Um, all right. That's good stuff. Uh, sorry this one's so short, but... Uh... It's this is uh these are sinuating circumstances that we uh kind of forgot to plan for. Yep. So we're playing it fast and loose. Uh thank you all for listening to Cool Game Sync. Thank you, Nick, for joining me. Sayonara, no as they say. Arigato Gazaimasu. You gotta hit that Sue. Sue, you gotta hit it hard That's it? how they know that you're being respectful. Mm-hmm. Um thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing on iTunes, and we'll we'll be back next Friday, but Nick, you and I will be back in like 15 seconds. Hell yeah, I'll see you in, in a good 12 of them. Time to make the donuts. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem, fine. <laughs> <laughs>